On today's show, we head to Sydney, Australia, where I had a bit of a, well, frustrating experience. Also, on the Pretendomatic, we're going to meet up with Naaman again. He started telling us his story last time, and oh, I can't wait to talk to him again. And of course, there's Make Your Mark, the What's It, Silly Minute, and so much more on the show today. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Aguilera, and welcome to God's Great Earth. I'm very excited that you're joining me today, and I'm so excited about all the cool stuff that we're going to be talking about. Are you ready? Let's go. As always, I love to start off every single episode with a brain teaser. And the very, very cool thing is that you guys are the ones sending these in from all over the world. Thank you so much. It's like a great little brain exercise we get to do. So I'm going to give you a brain teaser. You get to think about it all episode long. And of course, I will come back at the end to reveal the answer. And the one I have was sent to us by Chloe in Stoneham, Massachusetts. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. What five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Whoa. Huh. What five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, good luck with that one. All right. So, of course, like I said, we're going to come back at the end of our episode together. And if you have a brain teaser that you'd like to share on the show, we would love to get it. Just go to our website at godsgreatearth.com and you'll see a link right there to submit your brain teasers. Can't wait to get those. Come on, I need those. Send them in. <laughs> Thanks. And now it's time for the greatest adventure. Our God's Great Earth adventure today is called Anxious and Impatient. Oh boy. I was very excited as my wife and I drove from the red center of Australia toward the city of Sydney. That was our last stop in our little tour through Australia. Before leaving Australia, we wanted to first spend a few days exploring the city. And seeing that I had studied architecture in school, the reason I was very excited to arrive in Sydney, yeah, was because I wanted to see one of the most famous architectural landmarks in the entire country. Yep, the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> And as you probably guessed from the name, it's a performing art center that was built extending out into the harbor so that it could be surrounded by water on three sides. And it's very easy to spot this building because it's made up of these huge white shell-like sections. The building was not easy to build either. It took the builders four whole years just to figure out how to build those roof shell shapes. The architect was determined to make the building to resemble a modern sculpture, and most people agree that it's an amazing building. Now, when I pulled into the city and I saw the opera house in the distance, oh, I was so excited, I drove straight towards it. I was ready to park and explore. I was so excited. But, unfortunately, after driving around for 15 minutes, we were not able to find a parking space. So I drove a little farther away and I still couldn't find parking. So I even drove away farther. <laughs> I ended up driving almost two miles away. Oh man, I was so frustrated at this point because I was so anxious to just get there, but there was nothing I could do. Now, at this point, 
Should I scream and lose my temper? Well, that never helps. I'm sure that at some point you have felt frustration about something. Our sinful reaction is often to just explode and lose control. Others even use curse words. None of these reactions help. And usually they make matters worse. God wants us to be in control of our temper and in control of our language. Satan would like to see the worst possible reaction from you when you're frustrated. So ask God today to help you to keep control when you feel like you're going to lose your temper. Colossians 3.8 says, But now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Alrighty, everyone, it's time for the What's It? What is that thing I heard? So, we're going to play this game that I, we do every single episode where I play a sound from nature. And that's your clue. It is something from nature. Something that God made. And your job is to figure out what made that sound. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Okay, here we go. Here is today's sound. Ooh. Ooh. Alrighty. Well, you think about that a little bit. And, of course, I will come back at the end of the episode to reveal the answer. Can't wait to see what your guess is. Alrighty, everyone, it's time to visit the Pretendomatic. That's my pretend time machine. <laughs> and of course, we go and talk to Bible characters that were real people that lived a long time ago. Of course, our Pretendomatic lets us have fun pretending to go back and talk to them. Let's catch up with Naaman again. But uh, let's program the Pretendomatic to arrive a few days later to see what has happened. Let's turn on the Pretendomatic here and enter our coordinates. We made it! Awesome! Oh, and there's Naaman. Uh, hello, Naaman. Good to see you again. Ah, uh, hello there. Hey, remember to stay away. Uh, right, 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 right. I'll keep my distance. Uh, so I came back to see how you're doing. Sounds like you were gonna take the king's advice and go to Israel? Well, yes, that's correct, but I guess you can say things went a little differently. Okay. What do you mean? Well, as I told you last time, my king gave me a bunch of very valuable gifts to offer the king in Israel to convince him to help me get healed. Right, the silver, the gold, the fancy clothes. Exactly. So my king also gave me something else I didn't mention last time. Don't tell me. Bronze, copper, diamonds. Uh, no, none of those. Uh, he also gave me a letter. A letter? Correct. To give to the king in Israel, asking him to please do everything in his power to heal me. Wow, okay. Uh, how, how'd that go? Yeah, well, when I showed him the letter, he kind of flipped out. Oh, boy. <laughs> what happened? W what did he say? When he read the letter, he said, I'm not God. Why is he asking me to heal someone with leprosy? Your king must be trying to pick a fight with me, which, uh, of course, he's not. Wow. <laughs> What a mess. Right, a mess. But then a day or so later, word of this letter I gave to the king reached the ears of this man called Elisha, supposedly a man of God. Elisha. Okay, got it. Uh, then what? 
Well, apparently, Elisha sent a letter to the king, asking him why he was so upset, and told the king to just send me to go see him. Wow, okay, this is getting interesting. So, Elisha's in the loop now. Uh, what did the king do? Well, the king sent a messenger to find me and tell me that he suggested that I go see Elisha. Got it. Wow. Okay, so are you going to go? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out now. I'm not sure if I want to waste another trip there. Waste? Well, nothing great happened last time. I still have leprosy, and it's no fun having a neighboring king flip out on you and even accuse you of trying to pick a fight with him. No thanks. But that, that was just a misunderstanding. Which is why I'm not a diplomat. I'm not good in those situations. Just leave me commanding my army and I'll be fine. But you're not going to be able to command an army anymore with your leprosy. Right. Uh, don't remind me. So obviously you think I should go see this Elijah person. Um, well, well, it doesn't seem like it would hurt. Plus, he's a man of God. God can do pretty amazing things. That's what our little servant girl keeps saying. <sighs> well... Maybe I will go then. Fine, I'll go. Uh, let me assemble a few officers to go with me and we'll head out right away. Okay, wow. Looks like he's gonna go see Elijah. Let's see how that goes. We'll uh, come back to Naaman here in a few minutes. Hello there, if you are enjoying the show. I think you would also enjoy reading one of my books. I've written a whole bunch, but I'd like to give you a free copy of one of them to try it out. Firewalkers from my Bible Time Adventures series. There's a whole bunch of other ones, but I want to give you a free one. So please just go to our website, godsgreatearth.com, and click on free book offer. Happy reading! Alrighty, it's time for today's random nature fact. I wanted to mention a few bizarre animals. Now, if you've ever been to a zoo before, you've probably seen all the cute, familiar animals you expect to see in a zoo. Now, if, if I could build a zoo, oh, here are some of the bizarre animals that you would find there. <laughs> I'm going to list four of them. The first one, the Tarsier. Tarsiers are small mammals that live in the South Pacific. They're tiny, only growing to about four inches long, but they have these huge eyes. And their tail, though, is almost three times as long as their bodies. And they can also rotate their head 180 degrees, allowing them to look and leap backwards with precision. No rear view mirror necessary for them. <laughs> the second one is the gharial. The gharial is related to the crocodile, and the most noticeable difference is the long, narrow, pointy snout, which conveniently houses about 110 sharp teeth that you do not want to be near. Gharials come from India, but unfortunately in 2007, they were upgraded to the critically endangered status, where they are currently struggling to make a comeback. Go Gharials! The third one is the Sphinx Cat. The Bald Cat! No, not really. These hairless cats may not have hair, but they do have a fuzzy coat compared to a peach fuzz. When it's colder, the peach fuzz <laughs> doesn't help much, so they're always trying to find a nice warm place to hang out. And even without hair, their skin still shows distinct colors and patterns that make each one unique. And the fourth one, the axolotl. The axolotl is an amphibian unlike anything you've ever seen before. If you've ever gotten a cut, you know your body makes new cells, which repairs the damage. 
The axolotls have a healing ability that takes that one step further. If, for example, one of their legs is cut off, they can grow an entire new leg. Wow. Because of this unique ability, scientists, as you can imagine, they're all over the world studying them. <laughs> Who would need a hospital then? <laughs> wow. Four amazing animals created by an amazing God. Alrighty, it's time for a humor break! It's time for Silly Minute! I have three great jokes for you that were sent in by Chelsea in Laurel, Maryland. And they happen to all be sea-related jokes. <laughs> okay, here we go. What does seaweed say when it's stuck at the bottom of the sea? Kelp! Kelp! <laughs> kelp? <laughs> Alright, here's the second one. Did you hear about the red ship that collided with the blue ship? All the sailors were marooned. <laughs> Maroon, get it? The color maroon, which is a mix of red and blue. <laughs> oh, that was good. All right, here's the last one. Why don't clams give to charity? Because they're shellfish <laughs> instead of selfish. <laughs> All right, those are great. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for sharing those. Oh, it's always good to get those giggles out here at the halfway point. And remember, we really want to get your squeaky clean jokes, so please send them in. Go to our website and you'll find the form there to submit them. Alrighty, everyone, it's time to make your mark. Young people are often asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Of course, it's difficult for a young person to know, but they usually provide very interesting answers. And as I look back, I always considered that as a way to plant a seed of ambition in kids. James Cash Penny got his start working for a retail store. Soon he became a partner and eventually he bought out the owners and then he owned three stores. And for the next 22 years, he worked hard and opened 1,400 more stores. Wow, maybe you've been to one of them. They were named after him, J.C. Pennies. It doesn't matter how old you are, it's good to be ambitious and pursue your goals. And if you are a healthy person, it will someday be your responsibility to support yourself. Start thinking now what you'd like to do. You should also think about how you might get there and what challenges you might have to overcome along the way. James Penny said, give me a stock clerk with a goal and I'll show you a man who will make history. Show me a man without a goal and I'll just show you a stock clerk. Now, a stock clerk is a person at the store that takes stuff out of the boxes and puts them on the shelves for people to buy. That's a cool job. And to this day, I've never heard of a young person say that they want to be a stock clerk someday. Like I said, it's a fine job to have and there's nothing wrong with that, but don't be afraid to think big. Did you know that Sam Walton worked at JCPenney's? He went on to be the founder of another chain store that you may have heard of, Walmart. Alrighty, let's get back to the Pretendomatic. And you know what? I think I'm going to program it to jump ahead a day or two to see if he made it to see Elijah. Hello, Naaman. It's me again. Just checking in with you again, if that's alright. Hello, Rich. Yes, it's been a few days. 
So let me just get right to it. Were you able to find Elisha? <laughs> I'm really super curious. Right, yeah, well, yes, I did make it to Elisha's house. I had to do a little detective work, but I finally found out where he lived, and I was just there a few minutes ago. Really? That, that's wonderful. Um, well, uh, well, I think that's wonderful, because now that you mention it, I see you still have leprosy. That is correct. I still have leprosy. Hmm, okay, so tell me what happened. So, as I said, me and my officers, with our horses and chariots, we traipsed all over the country, trying to find this man, Elisha, and we finally found him. Okay, good. Well, not so good. Mm, not so good? Why not? What, what happened? What did he say? Well, that's the problem. I didn't even get to meet Elisha or talk to him. Wait a second. What do you mean? You, you, you did go to his house, right? I did, but when I knocked, his servant opened the door. Okay, that's good, I suppose, isn't it? Well, I mean, yes, but it's good for servants to do their job and answer the door when someone knocks. But then, of course, I introduced myself and told them that I had come to see Elisha, the man of God. I see. Okay, well, good, I think, right? No? No. Get this. So Elisha's servant says, hold on a second, I'll be right back. Mm, what's wrong with that? He went to go get Elisha, right? Not quite. Uh-oh. What happened? So literally 30 seconds later, the servant comes back. Right, okay. No, Elisha. He didn't come to the door to see you? No, he didn't. Hmm, okay. What did the servant say? Well, the servant said Elisha had given him a message to tell me. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I mean, it's not like he was ignoring you. Maybe he was busy at that moment. Too busy to come to the door for 30 seconds to see the commander of an entire army? Oh, um, hmm, I see. So, what was the message Elisha told him to tell you? It was the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard in my life. Really? What? What, what did he say? It's almost too insane to repeat. What? what? What did he say? Tell me. You've got me super curious now. Get this. Elisha sends his servant to tell me to go to the Jordan River to wash myself seven times. Then you will be healed. Really? That... That's what he said? Can you believe that? What kind of idiot does he think I am? The Jordan? That's the dirtiest, muddiest body of water in the whole country. I don't need a bath. And why doesn't he even come out and greet me in person? I came a long way to greet him. Interesting. Not interesting at all, sir. I'm not going to bathe in some stupid river. So I left. Wow, okay. Naaman is definitely not happy about that little visit. I wonder what's going to happen next. We'll talk to Naaman again here in our next episode. Alrighty, in just a moment, we're going to check out the answer to today's brain teaser, the what's it, and of course, we're going to see how you do on today's game show. Hi there. Thanks for listening. If you are enjoying and benefiting from this work that we're doing, won't you consider supporting us so that we can continue making these episodes? We are a completely listener-supported show, so we really need your help. Please visit godsgreatearth.com and click on support if you want to partner up with us to reach millions of kids around the world. Okay, everyone, it's journal time. It's time to get your journals out, and you know that I love to keep a journal, and it's basically a blank book, some blank pages that you can write down some thoughts. And of course, this is only for you. You should never share what you're writing because it's just between you and God. 
So my journaling question for you today is, do you have a friend that doesn't know Jesus? And in your journal today, write a short pretend conversation about what you think you could tell them about Jesus. And by the way, if you're looking to get your own cool special journal to write in, please check out our website and maybe you can get a God's Great Earth Journal. Okay, everyone, it is time for a game show. I'm sure you've been paying attention, so you will probably be able to answer these five questions. And if you know the answer, shout out the answer as loud as you can. All right, here we go. The first question is, what was the name of the building that I was trying to go see in Sydney? That's right, the Sydney Opera House. Awesome. All right, here we go with question number two. What was the name of the prophet Naaman went to see? That's right, Elisha. All right, let's go to question number three. What did Elisha's servant tell Naaman to do? That's right, wash in the Jordan seven times. All right, you guys are doing great. Here we go with question number four. What's the name of the creature that I mentioned that can grow a new leg? That's right, the axolotl. All right, last question, number five, here we go. What's the job of a stock clerk, which JCPenney started as? That's right, the person who puts merchandise on the shelves. All right, good job, everyone. And now it is time to reveal today's brain teaser. Hopefully you've had a few moments to think about it here and there. And of course, it was sent to us by Chloe in Stoneham, Massachusetts. Here we go. What five-letter word became shorter when you added two letters to it? The answer is short. Because <laughs> you add two letters to it, E-R, it becomes shorter. <laughs> All right. Wow. Whew, that one had me thinking. Nice. Thanks again, Chloe, for sending that in. And remember, if you have one that you'd like to send in, please go to the form on the website and fill it out. And lastly, before we finish up today, we must reveal the answer to the what's it sound we heard. Ooh, all right. I think you kind of probably knew that was some kind of bird. But what kind was it? Of course, let's hear it one more time. Ready? Here it is. Hmm, all righty. You're ready for the answer. Ready? That was Flamingo. All right. Were you able to get it? Ooh, all right. Let's see how you do on the next episode. Well, I can't believe that our time is up. Remember, sometimes it might be confusing to know what the right thing to do is, but you can always count on God to want the very best for you. Also, remember to make an effort to control your temper and your words. One of the worst things that can happen is seriously regretting something you really should not have said. And lastly, don't forget J.C. Penny. He made goals and pursued them. Make your goals too, and remember to always honor God as you pursue them. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.